Kathleen and I have talked about scaling in games before. When you're discussing playing games with only two players, scaling is really important. Now, the basic idea of scaling is how a game adjusts for different player counts. So many games will incorporate setup and rules variations in order to make two-player experiences as reliably satisfying as a game played with more players. The general consensus online seems to be that many games play best with either three or four, which is really frustrating for us. Because of that, I am very happy when designers make an honest effort to scale a game. But beyond changing rules to adjust for player count, one thing that isn't really talked about quite as frequently is how much the feel of a game may change depending on the player count. Many games, like my favorite game, Brass Birmingham, become much more cutthroat the more players that you have. In many instances like this, basic gameplay doesn't really change, but the strategy, and more specifically the nature of the game does. Maybe scaling is more than a rule tweak here and there. Maybe scaling actually requires a little bit more nuance than you'd first imagine. Welcome to the Player 1, Player 2 podcast. Episode 22. Let's call the whole thing off. Welcome to the Player 1, Player 2 podcast. My name is Eric and I'm Player 1. I'm Kathleen and I'm Player 2. This is the podcast about board games and the two-player experience of playing board games. Today we're going to talk about a game called Point Point Salad. Salad. Mm, Why are we talking about this game, Eric? I think it's kind of a, it's not like setting the world on fire, but people seem to really like it right now. I think you actually said that it was setting the world on fire. I think that was, you were like, man, people are crazy for this right now. Vegetarianism, it's back in vogue. (laughs) And it's making fun of um, point salad games. Right, nice. People like self-awareness. I appreciate that very much. I mean, I feel like you bought this game largely because it was a pun. It was, also because it was unavailable. And it was. It was out of that, stock everywhere, and I found it. So I was like, well, now I well, obviously, obviously I, have I must to buy this. this. Yes, so that belongs to me now. That, in many ways, is why we own Point Salad. Yep. And we like Point Salad games. And yeah. this is this is one, I think. It is a Point <laughs> Salad game. Appropriately, it is exactly. a Point Salad game. We, uh, you bought it over the weekend. We've only played it... Well, I mean, at... I bought we, it on we, Friday. We played it like four or five times. And we played it like five times because it's very fast. Yep. You can get but a game not, in really quickly. Well, I have things to say about that. Although the scoring takes almost <laughs> as long as playing the game. It's, it's a point salad that's, game. That's Eric. a slight exaggeration. It doesn't really. It takes a while. But though. it feels as meaty of an experience as the playing of the game. That's not really an exaggeration. No, because it is the game. Yeah, ultimately, like the scoring, that's why you've that's been doing all the things you've been salad. doing. It's not just a funny pun. And it is sort of like a combo type card game is mm-hmm. the best way I can describe it. Essentially what it is is uh, you have this one big fat deck of cards made up of uh, 18 of s- six different vegetable cards. You know, we're suckers for a deck of card. I thought you were going to say for games. vegetables. No, I mean, I, I like vegetables. I don't. One of us likes vegetables. Because I'm literally a child. That's not literally, that's weird. Uh, <laughs> so there are 18 lettuce, 18 peppers, 18 cabbage, 18 onions, 18 carrots, and 18 tomatoes. Tomatoes are a fruit, though. But anyway, so what you do... It's not called vegetable salad. That's true. So (laughs) what 
what you do in a two-player game, you have to remove six of each. What, then you, what you'll do is you'll shuffle all these things together, and you'll make three equal piles, and then you'll have a little market. And all you essentially do in your turn is you will either... Oh, I didn't say the most important part, which right. is that each vegetable card is double-sided. Right. One has the vegetable, like this card I'm holding says lettuce on one side, and the other <laughs> side says most peppers equals ten points. Okay. That's just an example. So Another, at the tippy-top of the market you can you have you'll your goals. see the points cards is what yeah. they're called there will be three piles point side up and then beneath each pile there will be two cards each, each veggie, column, side veggie side up mm -hmm. so like the next lettuce card i have in my hand this is more typical of what you'll see says at the, the end of the game lettuce card you mean the next point card yeah but it's in the back of a lettuce card mm -hmm. so the, it says at the end of the game for each pepper card you'll gain three points for each tomato card you have in your tableau you will lose one and for each lettuce, you will lose one. So on your turn, you will either draft one point card off the top of the pile, or you will draft two vegetable cards from anywhere on the bottom right. and put them in front of you. That's really the whole game. Yeah. The game and ends when the cards run out. What I was going to say we're a sucker for is we're always interested in games that have just like a deck of cards that manage to also be interesting experiences when you just have a single deck of card. It's fascinating thinking about having to pare down the rules. And I do think that there's a lot of thought that you can bring to this game. Oh, absolutely. And one of the reasons I bought this, you might not believe me, is one of the reasons I bought this is because there was something about this. Now, mechanically, this is a drafting game. Mm -hmm. I was going to say there's something about this that felt like a classic card no, game. No, I 100% agree. It doesn't, it feels like a classic in... In the how fast it is and how yeah, quickly your turns go. Yeah, it feels go. like it feels like how they reinterpreted classics in like in like the early '90s. It feels like Uno. Yeah, that, that's what I was like. It doesn't literally feel like a classic because no classic game like Gin relies on drafting. <laughs> that, not, not you have to wait a couple of years until you get a quote unquote classic based on drafting. Uh, I'm sorry, Go Fish. Drafting? There's no Go Fish in drafting. You mean there's no. There's no drafting and go fish. No, I meant to say there's no. <laughs> there's anyway, no... <laughs> so. Wait, what do you do in go fish? Oh, you just ask people questions and then take their cards. Drafting implies you have a set visible thing, like a market of things, and you take one. Or like a pick and pass. Like I had six cards and I took one and I gave those five to you. Right. Okay, it's not go fish I'm thinking of. There's definitely some classic card games that involve that. I'll have to think about it because nothing, nothing comes to mind. But that was, I thought that you'd like that because Kathleen likes games that are sort of built on the foundations of classic card games. Yeah, I mean, I also just like light games, which this is, I would say, is yeah, on the definitely. lighter side. It's, it's, it's light, it's fast, it feels breezy when you're playing it. Mm -hmm. It plays up to six. Two to six is kind of a wide swath for a card game. Mm -hmm. um, on the funny thing on the box is that it says it's 14 and up. Must be the graphic depiction of eggplant in here. <laughs> but, um... There's no eggplant in this, if you want to play it with your family. If no only. peaches, either. No peaches, no eggplant. So it's actually, like, eight and up. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, what did you think of this? We played this game a whole bunch of times, it feels like, for such a compressed... Like, in a day and a half, we played it a decent amount of times. What, what did you think of it? <laughs> it's been, like, three days. Three days. It, it's Saturday, It's Sunday, and we got it on Friday night. Okay. <laughs> the passage of time. Math. All of my we volume control. All of my weaknesses are just laid bare on this podcast. <laughs> I thought that this game... I think that this game is fun. What I was going to say earlier, and I was like, I have something to say about that, is that this game is not as compulsive as it should be for me. 
I should like this game a lot more than I do. I'm not surprised you don't like it. I didn't say I don't like it. I, I'll, I'll give my two cents when you're done. Well, I I guess I, I'm, I wouldn't have been surprised if you didn't like it, is what I'll say. Because it is more of like a me, like, oh, let's just look at some cool vegetables. Let's play a quick game. But there's something in it that doesn't quite... I don't get the like satisfying like payoff in this game, even when I win... Which you did the last... We just played. You just won. And I, and I won when we played the other night, too. Which I'm you sure may not recall. I think we've split... It's not like I blew you out or anything and I've won all five. Um, no. I think we've reasonably split the games. Yes. And I think it's down to the big issue, which... Before you say it, <laughs> let, <laughs> me, <laughs> let, me, <laughs> let me tell you what I think about this okay, game. Okay, okay, okay. It is. It does give me that feeling of playing a classic, like mm-hmm. I said. Like I get the I'm playing gin, I'm having a drink, I'm really playing do this card feel game. Kind of go fishy. Like pick one up. Oh, not what I want. It feels yeah. like Crazy Eights. Or in a which way, is the same as Uno. More of the game I get feeling is herbaceous. I was gonna say it reminds me of herbaceous. Herbaceous isn't really drafting. I don't. Well, maybe it is technically. You like draw one, decide if you want to take it, draw another. Yeah, it reminds um, me, of, and it has that set collection, but. And it's really fast. And we talked, we compared this game a lot to Jaipur, too. While we were playing. Mm-hmm. And, and well, there's a reason for me that I made that connection. Yeah. I don't think gameplay-wise it gives me the same feeling mm-hmm. as Jaipur. Um, it gives me a much closer feeling to Herbaceous. Okay. The thing about this game that I was going to say for me, do I like it, do I not? I feel like I really like the idea of this game. Right. And I kind of like it while I'm playing it. Right. And then we do the scoring... And I feel sort of like all the things that I thought were important, like I'm making important decisions, they're not really mm-hmm. important. Yeah. And a lot of it is just, it comes down to, what was the thing you were going to say that the main problem with the game is? The main problem with the game is, in our experience, whoever has the most point cards wins the game. Yeah, like if you, instead of drafting a lot of vegetables, if you just took a lot of decent mm-hmm. points cards which are the main way you score, then you're probably going to win. Mm-hmm. And, and there that's were, been our experience. Yeah, there was a game where I was not really paying attention, and I was just taking lots of points cards. Like, I at the end of the game, I had, like, 14 of them. I had a yeah. lot. And I was like, man, I'm going to lose a lot of points because of this and this and this. But it didn't matter. I just had, I had so many points coming in from so many different points mm-hmm. cards that I just overwhelmed Kathleen, even though she was, like, actually thinking about everything she was doing. Right. And, and like, that's kind of what happened in the last game we just played, too. Yeah. It was like I made a conscious choice to try and take fewer points cards, and Kathleen made the conscious choice to try, I think at least, to take more. Mm-hmm. And it was like, well, let me just see if, if I just take lots, I'll win. And we both had high scores, I felt like. Yeah. Higher well, than we had previously. I don't really know. Well, our scores in this, your scores in this game seem to get... Get pretty high. But Kathleen did win. And she had taken more. And it was the closest, I think. In general, we're not very close in this game. We seem to have fairly large spreads in points. Mm-hmm. I think this last game I lost by like 15 or 10 mm-hmm. or something. So that was the, maybe the closest we've ever gotten. But we just kept... This is weird. We kept reading the rules and seeing if I'm, we were I'm doing something wrong. right now. 
Because I keep I thinking the that there were, must be yeah. a limitation. Mm-hmm. Like, I, there, there must, must be a be limit like a, to the number of points cards you take. But you know what I think the limit is? I think that this is 100% a scaling issue. Well, so this may be a lot of fun. Well, like, look at this. The final score here is 60 points. Well, they also only have five. Well, I know, but... I mean, only having five points cards would severely limit you. Although, in the last game we played, I had... I had six scoring cards, and then the minuses would have been on one of the other ones. Yeah, look at that. And your score was 162. There's no way that you could have five scoring cards in a two-player game and only get 60 points. The... Unless, I just keep thinking we're doing something wrong. And we've read the rules again and again and again, and mm-hmm. it's a tiny little rule book, and it's very clear. <laughs> and I'm, at this point, fairly sure we're not doing anything wrong. As, <laughs> as certain as I can be without reading the Maybe small Maybe this should print. be our shout-out for a mailbag, if you're like, hey, dum-dums. <laughs> yeah. What was the game? We were playing some game absolutely wrong, and I was like, this feels wrong, this feels wrong. And we Googled it, finally, and we were like, ah. It's wrong. <laughs> it was totally hey, wrong. we were wrong. Great. <laughs> Um, uh, I we went on board game. Of Thank you, a board of times. game geek forum, for me being like, "Ow, it's supposed to be scored like this," and the like five other people who were like, "Ow." A judicious, <laughs> no wonder I uh, did so poorly. A judicious Google time. search will always hit you on a BGG rules question. You always be like, "Yeah, that guy in like Illinois, he already asked this question," and, he... and twelve people answered, and it turns out we were doing it wrong. But for the life of me, I cannot find anything we're doing wrong in this game. And as Kathleen said, it does maybe feel like a scaling issue. And we'll talk about scaling in terms of the quote-unquote economy of the game, I think. Which is something that we stopped during our last game to talk about. But I wonder if it's not supposed to be a self-regulating sort of point system. Which relies on things like not necessarily overt hate drafting. Mm-hmm. But because there's only six vegetables, if I get a points card that gives me points for lettuce... And somebody else in a three or four or five player game is probably also going to have the need for lettuce. That there's more of a significant overlap. Mm-hmm. In the rules, when it talks about scaling, I think I said in the beginning that you remove six of each vegetable mm-hmm. from the deck for a two player game. Yeah. I wonder if it would be better to remove six of each vegetable and then remove like one whole vegetable. Like remove all carrots or something. Because that would push you to go for the same vegetables. Right. Because there would be times the where... wouldn't hurt you. They're just not they there. they help you. You'd always have zero. So if it was like a minus, then you're like, that's nothing. And oh, if the points card you. came up that was like carrots huh. and this, you could be like, well, I'm not going to take that. It's going to push me to interact more with the other person. Right. Because in a two-player game with six vegetables, you can pretty much play... Without really ever stepping on somebody else's toes. Mm-hmm. And that's not really a good thing. No. In a game like this. And hate drafting is not what I am I'm espousing here. I'm not like, you know what you need to do more of in your life? Hate draft. Yeah. No. We hate doing that. Uh, but in this game... But if, if we're going to do it. If you're going to do a thing. <laughs> something's worth you, doing. You want, doing it, right. <laughs> you want it to be really clear. And usually it is, and we're like, oh, this is not a game for us. But I'm glad I know that. I respect you. I, mean, I see you. I see you. I appreciate you. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, if hate drafting is your bag, then that's great. It's yeah. just not ours. And this game, in a weird way, seems to require, but I wouldn't call it hate drafting. Like I said, I think it's just it's just trying to tighten things up. 
Yeah. Like, oh, you, well, you, obviously multiple people would be going for lettuce. And it's like, well, not, not necessarily. No, but that's just not the case. In a two-player game. Because you don't... I, I don't know. Do you I think like that it would be different in a, multi, in a multi, multiplayer I, game? I don't know, because honestly, I don't know... I don't understand the rhythms or balance of this game at all. So, like, when all the cards are out, I'm like... I never feel like the negatives are high enough but i still don't want to take them like <laughs> but then again i in the last game we played i almost won i did not win yeah you lost because of the negative so they must be high enough but so. i was gonna say that the negatives made me lose my memory is i'm looking at my scoring sheet here on my yeah. legal pad it says that i lost seven points for one thing and six for another one of those was for onions mm-hmm. and i also had a card that had a, like a if you get, for every set of this, this, and this, you get eight points. Mm-hmm. One of those things was an onion. And so for that card, I got 56 points. Mm-hmm. And so I would say, well, you would ask, well, was it worth it that you lost seven, but you got 56? The answer is obviously yes. Yeah. So, like, the minuses, sure, they're bad. But if you take points cards or even just dumb get lucky enough... Yeah. Then you're like, don't even have to think about the I minuses. Guess, though, like, I guess what I'm saying is, like, to me, the negatives are neither, like, like too harmful or, like, too not harmful <laughs> mm-hmm. to either avoid or to... You know what I mean? Like, like sometimes if I'm in a game where I'm like, oh, that's really going to hurt me, but I'm going to offset it because it does this much good... Usually I feel like the negatives in here are so close to the positives that I'm not really sure, like, what to think. Like, when you pull a card that's, like, minus two cabbage, like, plus two carrots, and then you have, like, another carrot card, it's sort of like, okay, well, then maybe I should just keep going for the carrots, even though, like, I already have this out. Because the positive will outweigh the negatives. I mean, I think that way. But then it's also, they're just so close mm-hmm. the point values are not that high enough to make it really detrimental but they are high enough to actually impact the game yeah. but i don't necessarily see it clearly when i'm taking a lot of times when i play this game i don't know what i'm doing which isn't necessarily a bad thing but it's not that i don't the problem is that the entire game is predicated on the end and so... And it's a tactical game by nature. Yeah. Because you can't see the points cards that are coming. Yeah. So you may have a card in your, like, set up in front of you as a points card that you think, great, this is great. It says I get one for every carrot or whatever. Yeah. But then maybe you'll get a card later. You're like, well, I have five lettuce, whatever. That's like, every lettuce is worth four, but every carrot is worth negative two. And then, you're, then you have to stop and think... Like, okay, I well, I, maybe am I going to throw my whole plan out? Am I and actually going to do all the math in my head for this, mm-hmm. or am I? What am I going to focus on from here? So it is inherently tactical, which I don't necessarily have a problem with. What I do have a problem with is the fact that the end game is just it's it's everything. Other games that we have that require you to make tactical decisions within for an overarching goal, I can do okay with. And again, I'm comparing this to Jaipur. Jaipur but you can is... also bang things as you go in Jaipur. Yes. Like, I might be playing tactically, but I know that as I go in Jaipur, like, I took no, this thing. No, that's exactly yeah. what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Because it's not all predicated on the end. Yeah. And so sometimes it's a push-your-luck thing where you might choose to bow out before you should. It's like you're playing the market in Jaipur. You mm. might make a mistake, and you might sell your leather when you could have gotten and then the, the next flop way higher. was, like, four. You're like, oh, man, I could have taken all of those. Yeah, I could have gotten so many points. 
And for me, that kind of game, because you kind of choose, like, oh, I'm going to go out on this. I'm going to live and die on this. Like, it kind of works for me more Mm -hmm. in a way that I almost wish. So there is one rule in this game where you can flip a point card that already exists to be a vegetable. Yeah, one of your your point cards. You can basically, like, dump it and turn it back into a vegetable. It's a free action. You can do it every round. I would almost appreciate it more if you could do it at the end. It was like flip whatever you want at the end. That's that would definitely change things. I know. Here's, maybe for the worse. I don't know. It might make it a little bit too mathy at the end because mm. you're like, let me do my preliminary math. Yeah. And then yeah, when you were talking earlier about like the pluses and the minuses and the weighing the minuses versus the what am I gaining? Mm-hmm. The game obviously thinks about that. Because it requires you to always, if you take vegetables, you have to take two. <laughs> which we did not Which do we did wrong the first couple times. But we figured it out. That was So when we were, after like our fifth read of the rule book, we were like, oh yeah, duh. <laughs> the game obviously is not allowing you, like if all I want are tomatoes and there's only one tomato out, and everything else is a minus to me, I can't just take the one tomato. Mm-hmm. So the game knows that you must sometimes take bad things. That's the way that it works. I wonder if... I mean, but you don't have to. You can just take point cards, because that happened tonight, where we yeah. majorly stalled out. You can just take point cards till the cows come home. Before we talk about the stalling economy, there's two things I want to float with you and see okay. what you say. So we're talking about, like, if this is a scaling issue. Yeah. Two ways that would make this game better. One of them is a fairly easy way. We talked about removing a vegetable. Okay. The second way that you could scale it differently would be that instead of having three piles, you only have two. So that there's less stuff out, yeah. and you're forced to take more junk. And that would be kind of frustrating, but it would make you select your points cards more judiciously. Right. Like, maybe I am going to stop and not take that one that has minus one carrot, because I'm probably going to have to take more carrots, because there's just more stuff that I have. There's fewer cards yeah, to choose from. but then you have cards in the game that are going to be, like, non, non-starters. You have point cards in the game that say things like this, this, and X this, amount, so. or well, that, that, and that. A and B, they there are other cards that say like X amount of points for every vegetable you didn't take, or like X amount. But like if you you're gonna end up having to take every vegetable if you have to pick yeah. two out of four every time. So here's the other alternative. This is a weirder. Weirder oh scale is that rather than having your own points <laughs> cards, all points cards are communal. I thought about that actually. And like, I kept wondering, like, is that maybe the case? No, there's Could nothing that about that the in case? there at all. But that would definitely be like, well, in that case, it would become a hundred times no, more cutthroat. So hard, like, so much more cutthroat. And it would be difficult. And then wouldn't I don't know? I feel like it would end up being kind of zero sum because whatever like the just, reveal yeah. was, you're like, well, that card gives me points for for tomatoes, and it just happened to be the next three cards revealed were all tomatoes. Right. And I just think that this game is missing in Jaipur, which is like mechanically nothing like it, but in feel, I I think that these games very similar have the same mindset in a weird way um jaipur you're both working inside of the same system like you're both buying the same things like it's like a trading game i don't know what technically jaipur is about it's like trading your goods for pogs (laughs) i don't know (laughs) your pog points to please Uh, the brendan please brendan that's what we named our scoring man don't ask why i don't know why so in jaipur 
you know, it's not like these are my points chips that I'm trying to buy. Yeah. And those are yours. It's like, no, there's one pile of them and we're both sort of fighting for them. Right. But in this, it it feels very, with a two-player game, it feels like we're playing two different games. I'm playing yeah. my solitaire game. You're playing yours. Yeah, but then sometimes it's like. But then sometimes you, it's very apparent. Purposely or yeah. completely inadvertently, like take something I want and then I get mad and I'm like, why are you going? It almost feels like, like I got irritated when I was like, you already took a carrot. Just take the rest of the carrots. I don't want the carrots. And you're like, neither do I. <laughs> I took a carrot because I wanted that tomato and I had to take something else. That yeah. was, yeah, it was something like that. And so then I was like, well, you already have a carrot. And I was like, mm, what is happening with this game? Like, why <laughs> am I carrying? crazy. I'm yelling at you about carrots. Yeah. It's, it's, it got, it got weird. Yeah, I don't know. I think that there there's something about this game that I think is almost excellent. Yeah. But with two players, it doesn't really, it doesn't quite, doesn't really it just, work. It, it feels like something's missing. Mm-hmm. I keep being like there's a limiting factor missing. There's a rule missing. There's something. Yeah. There's some kind of like trade-off for like the the benefits. Because at this point, really, the, every single time we've kind of looked at it, whoever has the most... Points, points cards, cards has one has one and whenever you find yourself in a two-player game looking in the rule book and saying did i get a rule wrong it's because there's something that doesn't really work and it's and not like it's broken well, maybe it is broken ultimately but i don't think it's broken maybe our play styles are really not conducive uh-huh. to this game like kathleen and i like we've said a million times over and over, over and over and over again like we are not confrontational we are strategic people but i also like i don't know i feel like i've said this before if i'm gonna play a confrontational game then i'm gonna play a confrontational game. exactly it's not like like i'm never gonna play a game where that has confrontation but it's like if i'm gonna play like a mini skirmish game then i'm gonna i'm gonna wail on you with like a with a heavy object that's fine but like there's no there seems to be no input like i don't really want to I don't want to work that hard to screw up your plans in this game because most of the time I don't even know what I'm doing with my plans. So I'm not like, haha, I'm going to take that cabbage. He's going to be really mad. Because often, and I guess this is the scaling issue, the split is that if you are working on the cabbage, that's not even something that I want. And the fluctuations here mean yeah. that, well, first of all, I don't pay attention to what you're doing in this game. And But even if I did, the fluctuating nature of it means that it wouldn't matter. Because there could be a time where you could draw a card and then you could just torpedo your own plan and just decide to change gears. Mm -hmm. And like maybe what this game requires is that when you take a points card, maybe you get to choose to play it on your side or their side. I don't know. There's something about this game that the interactivity in it is is wonky with two. Yeah, it's just not quite. It throws right. the whole thing kind of. It's sort of like a a wheel that's weighted wrong. It it's also wobbling. Like something's not quite smooth. The thing I'm wondering about now is if, also, if the cards weren't so closely balanced together, like if we knew that there were, like if it was like, oh, for the most part, the points cards are like dribs and drabs. You get three points for that, six points for that, whatever points for that, and then suddenly it was like you get twenty points for having the most of this thing. Like, that might add, like, a desperation. Like, a, I really need to go for this. I really need... But, like... I feel like we would just complain about it being un- unbalanced at that point. I That's mean, what I possibly, think. Possibly. But at this point, I don't... It's not that... It's so. It's not unbalanced, necessarily, but it's unfocused. 
Yeah. I don't really know. Like, I don't have an in. And that's always my complaint in games. But, like, in this one, I just am like, I don't know. What am I doing? I guess I'm, like, Oh, I yeah, you're, the fact, this is something that I also looked up in the book. In the beginning of the game, you don't have a, a hand. You have yeah. nothing. You have no cards, nothing in front of you, no points, no nothing. And so the first thing that either of us do is we look at what points cards are available. Mm-hmm. Because, and then we're like, well, here are the three that are out. I'm going to take that one, and that's going to start me in the game. Like, that will tell yep. me what to do for the next three turns. But it doesn't, really. Because maybe on the fourth turn, you flip it, and you, <laughs> you dump it. This last game that I won, I didn't start that way. I really? saw that there was a ton of cabbage out, and I took... The point card that I took, I realized, remember I said, I was like, oh, this has nothing to do with the market. Oh, yeah. And then I said, forget it. I'm just going to pick up stuff from the market and I'll find the point cards later. And I did. And I don't know if that's like the like clever thinking that I'm supposed to be doing. Maybe it is. It's just not the clever thinking I'm that interested in doing. Like, I, I think that there's lots of good stuff here. I just am not like that invested in it and i'll keep playing it in a weird way because i think it's it is enjo- fun. something enjoyable about yeah, doing it's it it's very yeah. breezy and it is fun and it's like kind of nice to line your stuff up and be like oh here's this pile here's it's this, got pile. this nice cartoony artwork <laughs> but every time we play it it just turns into whoever has the most points cards wins the game which is at the end of the day when you feel like i did try to do something different i tried to be clever or i tried to you know and then you're like oh but they took 15 points cards ergo I'm going to lose. Yeah, this is like this is like our see our review of Oh My Goods. This is like Oh My Goods. You're gonna fall like, into from a the pattern. beginning. Yeah, but you're there gonna immediately no, fall yeah. into that trench, and then because you're like, you're like well, what do it. what do I do? You pick a card and you go with it because there's no other. Like this is actually I shouldn't enjoy this game because this game is my definition of hell. There's like <laughs> no guiding idea whatsoever. It's all supposed to be like changing and mutable. And, like, I tried to go with the flow with that one time when I lost the first time we played tonight and be like, oh, well, my original plan to get these three vegetables isn't going to work, so I'm going to abandon that, and I'm going to instead, like, flip all of these cards over and just put all my points onto these two cards. But then I didn't have enough goal cards, and all the vegetables in the world didn't really... Yeah, there's something about the gameplay that sort of lulls me as I'm playing into a sense of satisfaction. And I'm like, oh, I quite like doing this. And then at the end, I'm like, oh, the same shit happened. I'm really frustrated. Yeah. <laughs> you know Ooh, what I mean? You got the beep tonight. I did. I'm sorry. Enjoyed <laughs> that dulcet tone that I drop <laughs> over that choice word. But anyway, I, yeah, I don't know. It's earlier and i just to come full circle because i was like oh we'll come back to that and i don't want to not come back to it you talked about the economy stalling there's no real economy in this so mm-hmm. to speak but we talked about it most specifically in regard to feudum where like if you don't both in your yeah. game work on moving the whatever they're called uh what's the word guilds. guilds then the game just sort of it just dries up you like totally stalls out and that happened here there was a time where they were like five carrots out and mm-hmm. one whatever something else and neither of us wanted carrots, and so neither of us were taking the vegetable cards. And that's exactly what I was talking about. Because in order to ta- to be like, oh, well, I'm going to change my strategy and ditch my original plan because we've got to get moving. We've got to do something. I decided to take another point card. No, I didn't even. I just was like, screw it. I'm just going to take the carrots. And I started oh, yeah. flipping. That was, I started, cra- that was crazy when you did that. I was I like, started, thanks for jumping on that grenade. Well, because I just like, I don't, I just don't want to... S- sit here and take more points cards it was frustrating it would have been either neither of us take the carrots we're just going to keep top decking (laughs) the um the points cards which is dumb 
until one of us takes a point card that's like, for every carrot, you get five points. Then we would be like, get the carrots, get the carrots. No, I just started taking the carrots and flipping the things that I had that were bad about carrots to be other things. But that meant that I split my vegetable groups even further because I added another one. And I lost some that I'd already been working on because I flipped them so that I wouldn't get hurt by the carrots. But even the stuff you're saying right now, this is the craziest thing for me. I'm like, that sounds interesting. And it is. Mm-hmm. Until you realize that whoever has the most points cards is going to win. No, that's why Jagger is like. It just frustrates me very much because this game is almost excellent. I know. And it's if for two, I will just say for two, it does not quite work. It doesn't really work unless you're willing to go way out of your way and like get in someone else's face and hate draft. I mean, has anybody else said this? Is this a? I don't know if anyone else has, has reviewed this game with just two players. Maybe with three or four or up to six. I can't imagine playing any game with six people because that seems very overwhelming. Um, when you're <laughs> no, able to play with two. if you played it with three people, you would be more careful about your vegetable and point choices. Yeah, because it would be way more, it would fluctuate so much more. It would, mm-hmm. the, the quote unquote vegetable marketplace or whatever they call mm-hmm. it just, would, would be more volatile. Yeah, and because it would of never that, be like, oh, I don't think she's going to take that onion because Kathleen's not taking the onion. So I know that it will be there. Right, and it would also mean that you would have to really, like, figure out a plan and maximize it in a strategy because you couldn't assume, like, sometimes in this game, exact, like, with the carrots and at the beginning of this past game that we played, I just took whatever we had the most of because mm-hmm. I knew yeah. that there are so many points cards available that I would find a way to get cards that had points. And I did that, too, with the I just was like, forget it. I'm I just going to get lettuce because there's yep. a ton of it. I saw you doing it, and I was like, well, I'll try that with something else. And so yep. I could. I got, like, almost yep. all of them. And then at some point, a card came, came up out. Even that was, if like, it's each just one, one four. Point. And I was like, got it. Or even if it's only worth one point, you get ten of those, that's a ten-point swing right there. Yeah. Because you can, in a two-player, you can really divvy up the spoils. Yeah. And that's why I think we should do an episode on one of my number one jams, although it didn't make it on my top ten list. That um, frankly shocked me. I, well, because we haven't played it in a long time. Because I used to always um, win Jiper. Always. Cult of the New. <sighs> and then, cult no, of the New. It's not Cult of the New. It's Cult of Kathleen being a baby. Out of sight, Be- out of mind. No, because you like started on the winning streak, and I was like, now Jaipur doesn't love me. Oh, well, Kathleen notoriously won Jaipur like 200 times in a row. And, and then, then Eric I won, won like, like three, three times. times. And I was like, And Kathleen yeah. threw it in the fireplace. <laughs> I did not. I'm just saying in Take that Take that game- back. <laughs> I would never do that. I would never do that to Brendan. Um, <laughs> I'm just saying that in that game, you can't... I guess to me it feels like more real. What do I know? Like I know about like, like you know the about market. what Brendan no. does when he's selling No, I meant like I was going to say like feels more real to like the market. I don't even know. I don't know what that means. All of my knowledge of anything to do with anything financial comes from trading places. We're talking about the economy in a game where you flip over cards with cartoon vegetables on the back. <laughs> no, but I'm saying in Jaipur you can take advantage. You can actually like see like oh, this keeps coming out. I need to take advantage of this. There's tons of this out. It's worth less mm. fewer people have nobody's really like gotten in on it yet though so if i can get a lot of it and sell it at the price that will give me the best bonus it's worth it right now and the timing aspect in jaipur yes is one of the most interesting and it's satisfying. so yeah. good but this doesn't have no timing it it's long term volatile marketplace <laughs> but you don't really you can't really like you can't really plan based on the market and you can't like you can't entirely say like oh the market looks like this i'll just buy a lot of this 
and then, you know, find the points cards because sometimes that works and sometimes it doesn't. And you also can't just pick your points and doggedly follow that because the market will stall. I think that you described another game we played like this recently. Uh, maybe it was Oddville. I don't know. I don't know. You use the word forgiving. Hmm. And I think ultimately in a two-player game, point salad is far too forgiving. Mm-hmm. There's never a point where you're like, I took eight of this mm-hmm. and I am now finding myself in a seriously bad position well, and I cannot get out of it. That's what and I this, mean. You can always get out of it. That's what I mean about there's something off about the negatives. Yeah. It shouldn't be a situation where you get a point for carrots and a point for onions, but minus one point for tomatoes. Mm-hmm. It should be like, if you want like four points for your tomatoes, then you're going to lose two for every carrot you have. And the self-balancing aspect of the points cards, I feel it would be more more effective in a multiplayer game. Because you would more likely have to fight for the stuff that you wanted. Mm-hmm. You couldn't just sit back and be like, it's fine. I know that more of blank will come out. Mm-hmm. There's only the two of us, meh, you know. But in yeah. a multiplayer game, it's like, after I go, then they're going to go, and 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 then I'm going to go again. Mm-hmm. And obviously everything I see is going to be gone. Well, and that's what I mean about You would have to pick a strategy and stick with it because what else are you gonna do yeah that draft is just more punishing in a multiplayer game in a two-player game it's it's super forgiving yeah which is fine but it makes the game not work nearly as well as is it's designed to yeah which is fine like there are lots of games that i think should there are plenty of games that are for two players only and i think that they should be and there are plenty of games that i think are meant to be played with more people and they should be and this works with two it's not like it doesn't no it yeah totally because there are works. some games that say like two to six and you're like yeah but the two player has like 13 rules variations <laughs> including the dummy player it's like yeah. playing king of tokyo oh, doesn't king work with two i was just about to say king like, of tokyo i know that why it's would in the you rule say that you work. can play it with two people it's like you can play it with two people but you have to be four people but you have to get your cat on the table to <laughs> like push the dice around every every round like, no it just doesn't work so this game is not like that no like it works it yes. works perfectly fine yep. but i think that the multiplayer game would be a hundred times better i would agree with that so that's point salad yeah so it's, it's a good game but maybe not not for two is there anybody out there who thinks we're on dog food <laughs> who thinks that we're just wrong. And if I mean, so, I'd be curious to hear. Usually, probably. <laughs> like, about this or in general everything. <laughs> Life. <laughs> oh, Please boy. let us know. I mean, I I am curious about this game because I really like a lot of pieces in it. And the gameplay of it, the, that fast draft is really mm-hmm. compulsive to do. Yeah, that's what I mean. you always want to play. I'm like, yeah, I'm I'll like, play yeah, it again. Yeah, let's play that. I'll play and it three times in a row. And then it's like... Mm. But I don't have... Like, I, I kind of max it too in this game. Because I played this the first... crazy to me. I know. That I could play this game more times in a row than you could. That boggles my mind. Well, but I don't understand because the reason... Well, I, I do understand. The reason that I compulsively play games is because when I don't do well at a game, I'm like, I can do better. But in this game, I'm like, I can do better as long as I get the most points cards. And I did. Curtains. Like, it's like the first time I play it, I'm like, ooh, fun. And then the next time I'm like, yeah, I can do even better. But then when yeah. I like whoever has the most cards wins, I'm like, oh, I forgot. <laughs> I can't do better unless I get the most points cards. So I guess uh, as an outro, this is our witty banter outro. We played two new games this weekend in addition to 
We did. Uh, points out, and that is Oddville. They are. What? Oh, they're Oddville, <laughs> which I bought solely based on the fact that it was designed by What's Your Game. Oh, who, it wasn't because of uh, the, the mistress's outfit? Her hat? <laughs> no, uh, What's Your Game has designed some of my favorite games. Yeah. Like? Uh, Zhangguo and Nippon. Excellent games. Love them. And I've yeah. backed them Madeira Kickstarter. If I can find money somewhere, I'm going to pay for it. <laughs> I bought this solely based on that fact, and I thought it was quite nice. What it's like their light game. What else did we play? We played Ganshan Clever. Online. That's on the, the game. app. That's the game I said was forgiving. And like, so, oh, that was the game you said was forgiving. Because I made several mistakes. But I, I have to say that if a high score, score is like 330, <laughs> it's not that forgiving. I'm on my way. Our highest score between the two of us is like, what, 200? It was 201, and it was my only my third time playing. Wow. You don't want me to tell you what 200 is on their, this This is how good you're <laughs> oh, doing scale. Like, like when you go to Cracker Barrel and they have like those yeah. jump, the peg jump things, like, and it's like, you got three, then you are an ignoramus. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's sort of like that. We're still in ignoramus territory in Ganshan Clever. But Ganshan Clever has a, a very compulsive quality to it. Yes, it does. Like, I want to do better. I see the strategy, even if I don't understand it. Yeah. There, I don't. I don't see the strategy in point salad beyond take points cards, and you'll probably win. Yeah. Find I, as many ways to get points. Take some other stuff. You'll probably win. Yeah. So maybe we'll talk about Oddville or Ganshan Clever at some point. Both of them I liked. I'm sorry to say, more than point salad, oh, which I think is ultimately, went, like we said, due to scaling. Not due to any kind of design flaw. Some games are just better with more than two. Maybe we should take Point Salad and make uh, your brother-in-law play with us. We could take it to our holiday and see, uh, and see and what the see family what the, thinks what the, of what it. The three. We could certainly do that. And by the family, we mean the one person we can rope into. <laughs> Not my sister or my dad. So we'll check back with us. Maybe we'll give you a quick catch-up at the end of a future episode, perhaps. Yeah. For the time being, we will definitely let you know the you should send us an email if you have experienced a game of point salad that did not meet this criteria maybe yeah. we're just terrible at it we yeah. always say that but we can't be bad at everything <laughs> hopefully our email is player one player two podcast at gmail.com and i have been working on the blog excellent i am shocked too and the blog is player one player two dot tumblr.com all the ones and twos and all the emails and websites are spelled out yep and you can also follow eric over on insta at eric dot the dot well dot red as in i think well red is one word actually there's no dot between well oh and red. geez i messed it up that was i had one job to do you have one job to do oh you tossers so take your keep your eyes out for point salad if you have a larger group i said take your eyes out i didn't mean to say that <laughs> that's creepy don't do that don't do that you need them to drive and probably other stuff play so, games for oh instance. yeah <laughs> so i mean i'm curious I, I think this is a really interesting game i'm just i'm i'm not convinced that it it, it works, works for two players so that's that's our two cents uh if you disagree by all means let us know this is uh i think it's all i'll say about that we're gonna go finish our hot toddies which at this point are room temperature yeah and mostly gone this is player one, signing out. We're going to go put all this stuff away and finish these cold drinks. <laughs> this is player two. Have a good evening, everyone. Enjoy your salad. <laughs>